happy to be bringing you another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women talk about stuff. Special shout out to the men listening. We love your encouragement. Unabashed You is women talking about stuff. It's a place where we can be uniquely ourselves without apology. We want to be wise, to know our worth, and to enjoy whimsy. After learning that men were listening to this podcast designed for women, expressing they found value and inspiration here, it seemed fitting to invite some men to come on the show and to hear from them. I'm starting with my dad, Richard. He has led a life wearing many hats and weathering many seasons. Welcome to Men in March. This man is Richard, also known as my dad. I thought it would be perfect to have him kick off our Men in March campaign. I've mentioned previously we have men who are listening. They share the value they have found in listening to women share their stories here on Unabashed You. This has been an unexpected surprise, a true pleasure. So here is to the men who support and encourage women, starting with my dad. Hi, dad. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What would you like our listeners to know about you by means of an introduction? By means of an introduction. Well, uh, that's an interesting question. Let's see here. (laughs) (laughs) I find myself at this stage of my life uh, in a very interesting situation. Uh, I'm 85, and I'm surprised that I've lived this long. So that's been a surprise for me, totally. Not that I'm uh, unequipped or... uh, not ready for it, but I'm just surprised that I've lasted this long. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what uh, how many more years I have to go. But uh, considering what's been going on uh, in 2020 and now going into 2021, I'm not so sure I want to be around for any more of this nonsense. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But here you are, and we'll take it. We'll take it. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Flexible. Yes. Mm. Let's see. Always willing to kind of try something new. So adventurous? Adventurous? Yeah, with caution, though. Okay. But... uh, Never surprised at what's going on around me. Okay. So just trying to adapt. Oh, so adaptable. Yeah. Okay. So adventurous, adaptable, and uh, the first one was flexible. Flexible, yeah. Oh, I love those, Dad. And I I would not necessarily have, uh, those may not have come, you know, first to mind. But I love hearing that, you know, I, this is such a great exercise because these words, you know, can change depending on when you do them. So it's an, a neat, for me, a nice peek into how you see yourself. So that's fun. All right. Now, did you prepare two truths and a lie? So these are three statements you're going to make. 
And I am going to guess which one is not true. Well, I haven't got to that point yet. Let me say something else. I had always thought as I was growing up that if I were parachuted into any state of the union, I would be able to survive. That's That was my kind of my adaptability and my flexibility, that no matter where I found myself, I would be able to sustain and uh, survive. Well, and I think you've proven that through your life because you've lived in many different places and you you did adapt and survive and do well. All right. Now, do you want to do two truths and a liar? Or do you want to just jump right to the next thing? I'd have to think about that. One. Okay. Well, let's skip that one then. Okay. Dad, what's the first memory you can recall? Like being a kid, what's the first thing that you can kind of remember? This would be way back when I was born in New York City. And I was probably, maybe, I'm thinking, five or six years old, that my mother was visiting some of her good friends, and I think they were from Florida, uh-huh. but they had a pet turtle, and this was a big <laughs> turtle. <laughs> Not one of those little ones you get. This one walked around the floor all the time. And they had a name for it, and I can't remember the name, but I remember they were just uh, thrilled about their pet turtle. Oh, my gosh. And then the other thing uh, that I remember from my childhood was World War II, that we had a air raid warden on our block, and you had to keep your drapes drawn in the evening so that no light would show. Right. So this would, I, my sixth birthday was on December 7th, 1941, and that's when we entered the war. So I'm probably thinking... I was six or seven years old when this when this thing came about as far as the air raid wardens. That must have been really scary because you were a kid and you, you know, you can't, I mean, a child can only understand so much. Not that it wouldn't be scary for an adult, it would be, but I think it's magnified for kids because they don't have the full scope of experience and knowledge and wisdom yet to, you know, I think it's just, it's it's more, it's raw. It's very raw, that kind of fear. And then later on, uh, we moved to Chicago when I was probably around seven-ish. And I remember seeing uh, the newsreels uh, in the movie theaters showing things that was going on with the war. So that was kind of our news thing, was newsreels. You had to go to, uh, you had to go to a movie theater besides the newspaper. That was it. Right. As far as news, you know, no cell phones or anything. Yeah, right. So that, that, was, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. And so uh, when I was living in Chicago, used to go to the Kenzie Vaudeville movie theater. And for 25 cents, you could watch a couple of movies and cartoons and a serial. And, you know, we had a lot of Gene Autry and Roy Roger movies in those days. So for 25 cents, you could spend almost the whole day in the movie theater. Wow. Wow. That's a great memory. But speaking of which, what's one of your favorite movies of all time? Last of the Mohegans with Daniel Day-Lewis. Wow. Now, why is that your favorite or one of your favorites? Well, because it... It encompasses all of the arts, the music, the photography of the scenery, the acting, 
the characters, each of them were very realistic. And I thought that whole movie was just totally done perfect. The, the location setting besides and the storyline, everything about the movie, I really enjoyed. Ooh, I'm going to have to rewatch that. Yeah. Gosh, ooh, that's a good one. Now, when you were growing up, who did you have a crush on? Mm. Good thing my wife's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but we you were, were a kid. You were a kid. Well, kid. Well, probably one of my teachers, I think, in Chicago. Okay. As I recall, one of my teachers, yeah. All right. And I stayed there till I was about 11 or 12. And then my stepfather got a job in North Island here in California. And we moved out. Uh, he, he and my mother moved first. And then my grandmother and I took the train from Chicago to California. Wow. And that was an interesting trip. Wow. How many days? A couple of days. Oh, a couple of days. Okay. I'm learning so much about you. I love this. Now, one of we're going to pivot a little bit. A lot of the things we talk about on this show have to do with how women struggle with their worth. What would you say to women who struggle with their worth? Oh, I think they're very worthy. I don't think they have... Uh... When I listen to women talk to each other, I don't think there's a big problem here. They, they really let go of everything that's inside of them back and forth. And it's no holes barred. It's a very truthful, realistic, uh, not that I w enjoy listening to women talk that far <laughs> from it, but the, the, the conversations that I have been privy to, uh, I find that they really, more so than men, I think men are more, you know, it's like shopping. I don't like to go shopping with my wife because it takes her forever to go shopping. Now, I'm very dedicated when I go shopping. I know exactly what I want. I know where to get it, and I get it, and I'm out of the store. <laughs> but women, when they shop, they're there for a long time, you know, which is good. That's their that's their shtick, you okay. know, but it's not mine. Okay. Yeah, they like to kind of wander around and, and look at things. Okay, so you feel like women get a lot of worth from each other, from the connection that women have with each other. They talk like they shop. And guys are the same way. We're very abrupt and ding, 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 and we're out of there. Right. The conversation, you know, it's no, no hanging around type of thing. Right. I like that. That's a good, uh, good way of looking at it. Dad, what's a, a piece of wisdom that you keep handy? You know, I think we all have lots that we can like pull from. What's like one of your favorite pieces of wisdom? Mm, well, it would, it would have to be from the Bible. And there's a few of them there. Okay. that uh, I, uh, I adhere to. And it's uh, some of the things like uh, the Psalm 23, that's a good one for me. Uh, um, trying to say, is it Romans 12? I believe it is. Yeah. Anyway, there are some particular passages that I enjoy, that I meditate on. And uh, the Sermon on the Mount, that's, that's a good one. Right. Uh, the Gospel of John and Daniel is the other one that I really enjoy very right. much. So. Well, those are and great. Genesis, Genesis is great, too. So. Yes. Well, you named some of my favorites as well. Well, well thank you. Much wisdom. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, a lot of wisdom there. A lot of wisdom there. Okay, we're going we're gonna to take a deeper dive now that, now that we've gotten to know you. How would you sum up your childhood? 
Mm. I made a lot of mistakes. Gosh, who didn't? I was blessed to some degree, even though we were not didn't have much money and very poor. But uh, it was interesting, especially when we got to California. Did you feel like a fish out of water once you got to California, having been New York, Chicago, and now the sleepy little town? Just the first uh, maybe three, four years. Okay. Well, that's a long time. Yeah. Especially in adolescence. Eighth grade, freshman, and then uh, as a sophomore, junior, and senior in high school is much better. Okay. Well, that's good. I looked right into it. Okay, Dad, name a woman that inspires you and then why she inspires you. (laughs) Oh, my, 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 my. I'd say my wife. I knew you were going to say your wife. I love it. Okay, I I just knew that. I knew that. But I love that. I love that she inspires you. Why does she inspire you? Well, for the past 40 years, we've been through a lot together. And uh, just seeing how she handles things. It's been a very back and forth mutual assistance situation Mm -hmm. but she's very steadfast and she's very beloved by her sisters in christ Mm -hmm. very much so uh she's a prayer warrior and the past uh, four years she's been through a lot Mm -hmm. and uh i know why i'm here now Mm -hmm. for her yes i like that that's it. This I've been involved in other ministries, but this one is the one that God put us into. Right. And hands on, you have the opportunity and the ability and the willingness and the dedication to be fully there, hands on. Yeah, right. you, and you are very inspiring to me in the way you have loved your wife. It's it's something that moves me deeply. What Dad, you've you mentioned a little bit about some of the things you get about women. What is one thing you understand about women? <laughs> that I don't understand. <laughs> no, well, we'll get to that question is next, but let's start with something you understand about women. Oh, they are greatly to be loved. <laughs> yes, I love that answer. That is great. And what's one thing you want to know about women? Like maybe it's confusing, you don't get it, you don't understand it. I think I have to be flexible enough to handle all of their emotions. Yes. Amen to that. Yes. We can be all over the place. We are very emotional creatures. That's true. Very true. And what would you want women to know about men? (laughs) That they're from Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, different planets, right? Right? Absolutely, yeah. Different planets. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, To love on them. Yeah, to be loving, absolutely. 
Is there anything else that you feel like we didn't cover or something that you want to discuss in, in conclusion? Because we really whip through these questions much more quickly than I thought we would. Well, the two topics you're not supposed to talk about is politics and religion. <laughs> and I pretty well sum them up in a couple of words of each as far as politics, utter corruption, and as far as religion, Jesus Christ. Those are the two words that totally, if you understand those two things, you understand politics and religion. Right, right. If you deep dive, if you deep dive especially into each of those. Right. Exactly. Okay, yes, there's, and I think that many people would agree with you. Um, the politics, obviously, we've been very divided for quite a while. And um, I'm personally, I'm hoping that 2021 continues to bring some healing and unity, because I think we really need it, you know, regardless of which side of the aisle you you sit on. Um, I think just coming together for each other is really something that we need. And then in terms of uh, religion, I think I, I like, you know, your answer. And I think a lot of people would say, you know, there's that whole religion versus relationship debate. And I think a lot of people would talk more about their relationship than a religion which can become very legalistic and and lose the heart of what it's all about. I mean, I've heard it said that the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law, you know, that that's really something that you need to keep in mind. It's not religion, it's relationship. Yes, and I agree with that. And 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 it is very difficult to talk with loved ones about those two topics because people have very strong opinions, which I think everybody is absolutely entitled to that. What I would wish and want and hope for would be some more civil discourse where, you know, I can sort of state what I think and believe and you can state and you listen and then you state what you think and believe and why and I listen and we leave the emotion at the door and we now leave with a better understanding and maybe we didn't change our mind, but that wasn't the goal. The goal was not to have our minds changed or to wait, I'm gonna rehearse my next answer. I can't wait to get in there. I mean, now I know what I'm gonna say next, but to really pause and, and listen and try to understand another person, especially if at any time, but now we're talking about a different point of view. So do you feel like you've been able to kind of be open and even though you may not adhere to a particular, um, I'm not talking about religion and relationship now necessarily, but like more political, like you can listen to other people and say, okay, well, that's, you know, that's, that's what they think. And that's what they feel. I don't happen to agree with that. And then, you know, keep an acceptance and a respect for the fact that they have a differing opinion. Well, I think that 2021 will be a disaster for this country. Oh, dear. Under, oh, no. under, the, present, under the present leadership in uh, Washington, D.C. Okay, well, I think that speaks volumes about where you sit then <laughs> politically. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And so 
you know, I, I am hoping for some more, uh, I am hoping, I'm just going to be hopeful. I am hopeful that there's going to be more unity, that there's going to be more healing and that, um, you know, a lot of that, that anger and that angst and that, that hatred that, that we've seen so much can come to, you know, a better place of mutual respect. Uh, that's what I want. I know, but I don't see that happening. Okay. I'm sorry to say. Well, that's okay, because I do. So we balance each other out. We balance each other out. We've got the yin and the yang here. We've got, you know, <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yes. Well, and that's the beauty. One of the beauties of America is that we really do get to form our own opinions. What do you think of having a third party, uh, like a viable, an actual viable third party so that we, you know, the, the, you know, the partisanship, you know, this has been going on since the country started. So historical or, you know, history buffs, they understand that there's just nothing new under the sun. I mean, this is the, the divisiveness but do, what do you think of that idea of a third party to kind of come in and sort of neutralize? It'd be a disaster. Another disaster. Okay. All right. Disaster. Okay. Well, can you say anything hopeful about the political climate? Like if you're forced to, your daughter is asking you to say something hopeful about the political climate. No. No. Uh, there's, okay. too many, uh, there's too much corruption. It's total. Okay. All right. Many people want to stay in power and they'll sell out the average American person to okay. stay in power. And that's exactly what's happening. Okay. All right. All right. So let's, let's end with a fond memory. Name two of your most fond memories. Holding you in my arms when you were first born. Oh, you told me that the other day. I just, I'm so moved by that. And I'm so glad you shared it. That really just means so much. Thank you. And the second one, I've got a lot of them. So uh, let's just say uh, looking for uh, the Lord to come back and take us out of this place. Okay. That'll be my next fond memory. All right. All right. I was kind of thinking you'd say the day you married Pam, which was, I, I, I would have. That, well, that was an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Well, and you, you have a lot of fond memories and you have grandkids now and you have recently become a great grandfather. Yes. And that has got to be mind boggling, right? Defying all odds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope we get to meet her uh, uh, sometime this summer. They're thinking of coming out at COVID if COVID allows for that to happen. We hope that that does happen. Dad, this has been so special. I'm so thankful that you said yes, that you were willing to come on and speak from the heart and share who you are, because that is exactly what this podcast is about is being who you are without apology. We, we don't apologize for who we are. I mean, we share our thoughts and opinions with respect, but it, there's no apologizing. It's you are you. And, I'm glad you invited me. 
Oh, it was so special. I can't wait to work on it and get it all together. It's going to be so great. And yes, you do have a wonderful wife. I am so in awe of her myself. She's a wonderful woman. And I, a special shout out, not just to your wife, Pam, but to the way God used our son that died, Christian, all those years ago, and I've spoken about him many times on the podcast, to really bring Pam out of that the, the shy place that she was. We didn't really know her that well, even though you'd already been married like 17 years. That really grew something in her, and we became very close as a result of that shared experience. And that's one of the many good things that, you know, it's our, our last, um, a couple times ago, our last, uh, two guests ago talked about choosing joy, even if, even in the hard times, you can choose joy. There's something to look for. There's something to be thankful for. And so uh, from our time with Christian, Pam would be, and my relationship with her would definitely be one of them. Also, your speaking at his funeral was uh, an absolutely beautiful, uh, the words you spoke and the love the, and the heart that, that came was, was so, um, so evident. And I mean, I, I can still see you, even though it's been 23 years, I can, I can still see you there. And I have, uh, you know, I have all the words. I've got everything's been memorialized. So, yes, everything is. So, I still have a little picture of Christian. Oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you. And, and he's, you know, I've, like I said, I've spoken about him. He's a couple pictures have been on uh, the blog and such. Yes, you know, it's kind of funny, and I'm sure you would agree, you know, some of the hardships that we have in life, if God said, hey, I need you to sign up for this, you'd say, uh-uh, no, thank you, and yet, and yet, he gives them to us, and you have the choice how you're going to get through, you're going to go to the left, you're going to go to the right, and you can really, once you're through the raw grief of it all, you really can find things that are good and true and things that came from that very hard place. And so I am very thankful I had that experience, even though I would never have volunteered for it. Yeah, I think you should publish your journal. Yes, I do. I have my standing taller collection of mourning. That's one of, on the list of things to do to kind of go through it again and get a second edition going. Yeah, and get it out there. Yeah, I, I thank you for the reminder. I would really like to do that. Well, Dad, what a pleasure this has been. I feel like I've gotten to know you even better, which is wonderful. I, I always treasure those times that we get to connect. And um, say hi to your wife. Send her some love. And Say hi to my favorite son-in-law. I will. And we will talk very soon, Dad. Thanks so much. Talk, love Grace you. And peace. Grace and peace. Thank you. Love, love you. Bye-bye. Bye. I learned things I didn't know before making this a unique experience. 
being able to ask questions of my dad and share in this labor of love of mine for a conversation I will cherish. He shared early memories, his favorite movie, and a woman who inspires him. We reminisced about how we both chose to stand tall after the death of my son. The way he moved through that is something I admire about him. And isn't it cool to admire your dad? I think everyone wishes they could have just a little piece of that. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Verbal. That's V-U-R-B-L. You're invited to subscribe, rate, and review. We do depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth to share the episodes. We delight in growth, knowing these conversations help you think celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. On social media, we are at Instagram, Unabashed You. Facebook account is Rochelle Renee. That's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-A-E with the page Unabashed You and Twitter at Rochelle Renee. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at unabashedyou at gmail.com. Our blessing for today, I know that God answers all prayers, so today I ask God to bless you, Dad, and take away all the burdens that you are facing. Don't give up the fight, please. I know that if God has brought you to this, these 85 years, he will surely see you through it. For all the dads here and there, for them, let's be unabashed. Be you. (laughs) 